This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. We have not done one in about a week and a half or so. It was weird because before the break, Al and I did a podcast, I think on the Thursday, and he said, so are you going to do the warm-up in the podcast? I said, probably not. I said, I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm doing four hours. with That's eh, enough. Nobody cares. And then uh, Flegelman's leaving. He doesn't have a good parking spot. So me and Chris <laughs> were going to do one last week, but he couldn't stay. I don't know how to do it. So no podcast. But podcast today, and my guest is Connor. Connor, how are you? I'm um, doing good, Jerry. How are you? Good to hear from you. Great. I have no headsets. I don't either. So, uh, so anyway, Connor did a great job today on the board. Fliegelman was the producer. We had Phil Sims and Boomer in, and the man, the myth, the legend, Chris Lepresti. What's up? Hi. This is fun. This is my first time ever doing the podcast. You've never done a I've podcast I've only done before? the warm-up. I don't think I've ever done the podcast. Maybe once years ago. You're kidding me. How many years is it now? The podcast? Three, four? I think seven. Seven? I think we're Come doing on. the podcast six or seven oh years. Oh, my God. I'm getting old. Well, remember, the podcast was, I'm trying to think, did Al create the pod? Yeah, Craig created the warm-up show. Yes, that I remember. That's and been I seven guess, years? No. No. No, okay. we started doing the podcast long, not long, but before we started before, doing the warm-up show. Right. Okay. Yeah, and that's so, true. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think that was an Al, because Al had, if you remember... He was also doing the podcast with the Al's Boring Podcast. Yeah, where he was right. interviewing like media types. Yes, which was really good. And then he just, you know, you get to a point where who else are you gonna interview? Yeah, I don't think I ever got invited to do one. Okay, I, you you're not interesting enough, probably. I guess. I, I guess only that got was a, the takeaway. I was so uninteresting. He had a split mind with someone else. <laughs> I didn't even get the full hour. He would have had a third mind with somebody, or maybe quarterize it too. Right. I was given some um, half podcast i think i split with skazari that's a pretty good one it's hard to be hard to knock that i suppose I mean, um, two legends of the station i thought today was actually pretty good um i listen i was here last the same spot last year on the monday when phil came in i mean it's tremendous a lot of energy there's a lot to discuss obviously and those two together i mean the dynamic of just busting on each other for the whole entire four hours is a lot of fun right and you get we get some interesting stories from the set over there at CBS, some off-the-air stuff that's fun for you and I, I would say. Um, so I enjoy when Phil comes in. He brings it, for sure. They were pretty good, and um, it was right from the beginning, too. They didn't go right at one another like we thought, but I think for the club. Yeah, they got you know some jabs good? in. The stuff off the air was fun. Right, of course. You know. The moment Phil walks in the door, they were at each other in a, in a, you know, in a friendly manner. I would say. I mean, right. they, they like to get after each other a little bit, but not with any sort of venom or anything like that. All right, I have a poll from Adi.com. Yeah, whatever. Sure. I don't know where I found this, but Mm -hmm. I found it. So let's see where you stand on some of these things. Mm -hmm. This is completely off topic. And we'll go back to football if you want, I suppose. 
because uh, today's Black Monday in the NFL and blah, 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 blah. Pat Shermer was. I find the Shermer stuff oddly interesting, and here's why. You've got a guy who has done, and then we'll do the poll in a second. Yeah. You've got a guy who I'm has done a really good job. stand up with you here. Oh, I stand up and down. Good, I let's can't, do it. Whatever. If you have a guy who's done a really good job with the quarterback, you can make a case that there were certain games they played hard, played tough, but didn't win. You could make a case that um, there were certain games the defense showed up, and you could, I guess, in some instances, see some progress. I also think that the team was not constructed well. The defense was crappy. The offensive line was not better. Right. Regardless, Aldrich Rosas killed them yeah, in key spots this year. year. A miserable After a season. Pro Bowl season. So I can make every case that he probably should come back next year, but at the end of the day, and this is the thing that I couldn't get through Boomer, a nine-game losing streak seals your fate. One of the worst in franchise. I think it Match tied the, the worst for franchise yep. history. And all I kept trying to say to Boomer was, is it so much to ask to go two and seven in a nine-game stretch? No, it's not. We're not asking you to go five and four. Your right. team's not any good. I'm not even saying three and six, how about four one and five. And, how about one and, uh, one and eight? Right, even if you won the game against Arizona <laughs> yeah. and you lost the three or four around it. It was a miserable stretch. You can make a case. With winning the last two and again play well against Philly, you keep them. See, in a world you can't lose nine in a row, right? And in a world that none of us exist in, because this just never happens. It's one of those situations where, based on his track record, and you said it on the show, he's probably a good football coach. I think he is. We a good know football he's a good coach. offensive coordinator. It's like you'd love to be able to say, "Stick around, you can call the plays," but we need someone, you know, at the top that's going to oversee all things. For because, sure. Yeah, the other aspects of the team obviously did not perform some of the those in-game management decisions that the head coach has to make left a lot to be desired. And you see that a lot of times with the coaches that are calling plays as well, right? Because they're spread so thin. And I was thinking about that on the way in today, even like what happened with the Seahawks last night where they had to delay a game penalty late as they were trying to get everything organized. And Pete Carroll's not even a guy that calls the plays. But think about it if you're a play caller. And we saw with Adam Gase with the Jets at times. You're looking at your play sheet. You're trying to think a play or two ahead. All of a sudden, a play ends. you got a decision to make. Am I calling Quickly. a timeout? Am I kicking a field goal? Am I going for it? Or if you're the head coach and you're the basically the pseudo-offensive coordinator, you're over there on the bench, you're talking to Darnold, you're trying to line things up for the next drive, you're missing what's going on with the flow of the game with your defense. So it's very difficult. And you've seen some of the better ones give it up over the course of their career, like what Andy Reid does with the Chiefs now in Kansas City, where Eric Bieniemy is the coordinator. He's got play-calling duties, right? Matt Nagy had them. I think Doug Peterson at some point before he became a head, co- a head coach had play-calling duties as well while serving as an offensive coordinator. Frank Reich. So it's a tricky spot for sure. And then you would think, why not give up play-calling duties? Right. At you some know? point, but I don't know. Did he trust? Like if I asked it? you Mike right now, Shula, was that who the offensive coordinator was? Yeah if, I, yeah, if I asked you right now, name me the most successful head coach that also, also called his plays. plays. Like I would say more fail than succeed. Because a lot of times they give up the those responsibilities. I would last year would have been McVeigh, but obviously that didn't work out so well this year. Well, I mean it worked out last year. This well, yeah. year they as Brian Baldinger said, told us on year, Friday, they lost half their offensive line and right. things changed. That's what I'm saying. Last year that would have been my answer. I'm t- trying to take a look at the guys that are, you know, did make it to the playoffs. Sean Payton. He calls plays on okay. offense. He's been doing it a long time, obviously. That would be, I would a, say he very well could be. He has a well tremendous relationship with his quarterback, which obviously helps. Um, Bill O'Brien does. Uh, I mean, they've been moderately successful, not so much in the playoffs. 
Um, as far as the teams that got the buys, Andy Reid doesn't now. Kyle Shanahan definitely does with the 49ers. I'm almost positive. Okay, so he's, he's been successful too. Coordinator. So there are some, but, you know, maybe not everyone's built for it. you got to be able to multitask. And Gase time. calls his own plays, does he not? Yeah, well, that, that didn't work out. Well, so well. I'm just saying. I mean, he does call his <laughs> he own does. plays. Yes, for sure. Uh, what else you got? What about this poll? You said you were going to quiz yeah, me on some of this stuff. Yeah, you know, I stuff, kind no? of, I, I, the, the poll's stupid. All right, well, you know, to be the quite post-game honest. podcast originated where it was things you guys didn't get to on the show, Yeah, right? but that doesn't make any sense. Oh, no one okay. cares. All right. Well, what did you, what did you not no, get to? No, I was just bummed. I didn't, I, my, see, now I'm a, I'm a John Tortorella guy, and he went he went nuts yesterday. Yeah, you didn't play that. Tomorrow. I, because tomorrow. It, we were so football heavy Right, so today. tomorrow you can play. Tomorrow. Okay, well, he lost his mind. And uh, the Ed Ogeron I didn't get to play either. We could play that tomorrow for fun. Even though I mentioned, yeah, because that show. stands the test of time, right? No, any anything with how are your holidays? With that. <laughs> how are my holidays? That's actually you're married. How long? Now? You know what? That that you, this is a good topic to lead into. How, I am married uh, five years, eight years, six and change. I got is it married six already. I got married uh, July fifth of twenty thirteen. So basically wow. six and a half now. Goes we quick, have don't uh, it? we have two boys, seven year old, and a I have two year old, three and a half year old, and a soon to be eight month old. Now this week. I was supposed to work Christmas Eve morning at another location. I had to bail on that because I had one son vomiting in the middle of the night, the other up screaming for two hours. How does that work when How you to... bail on a Christmas morning shift? Yeah, it's it's not, not ideal. Good. It's not what you want, as Joe Girardi would say. In this case, I was fortunate in that it wasn't like I bailed and someone else had to come in. Basically, the guy who was there just had to do double the work. Okay, But he's a friend of mine, and I explained to him the situation. His name? his name's Alex Perlman. I don't a Syracuse know. grad. He did some shifts here for CBS Sports Radio. Okay. Does some play-by-play for some um, lesser, less popular college sports. He's an up-and-comer. He's a young guy. He lives great. in the What's city. School? He's a good man. Syracuse. No, he's do the play-by-play for. Oh no, no, he he does um, on a certain national network. He What's does some on ESPN. Okay. He does some some play-by-play like you know field hockey, yeah. and lacrosse, that kind of stuff. So he 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 picked me up. I called him at I don't know six a.m. I'm like, listen, dude, six a.m. Here's the deal. Well, he was starting at seven. I was supposed to be there at six thirty, but I knew he wouldn't be there until. Oh, I like, see. This is the middle of the night. Right. One son's coughing all of a sudden, and then my wife got sick, so she's got pink eye now. So it's been an interesting. Well, this week. sounds awesome. Right. So Christmas <laughs> Christmas Day morning. Did you get through Christmas Eve at least? Well. Yeah, we got through Christmas Eve at my in-laws. Very nice, all good. You know, dinner, the fishes, lots of presents for my son. Very yeah, nice I care time. For fishes. Oh, okay. Well, we had crab cakes. Were phenomenal. I still uh, what else? They had uh, the lobster rolls. Um, I was more the crab cakes kind of guy. Anybody get gout? No, no gout. No, I don't think any anyone I know of in the family suffers from that. It's not a Giannotti Beningo situation. Here's the problem with lobster. Did you have lobster? I didn't have the lobster roll. You had seven it, other fishes? No lobster? No, not seven. We had a variety, seven not fishes. seven. I said the fishes. I didn't say seven. But you're supposed to do seven fishes. Right, but we didn't do seven. We did, let's see, lobster, crab cake, So you did do shrimp. lobster. I said there were lobster rolls. Mm, okay. Here's the problem with lobster. Lobster in a roll. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm. I'm not There's a big, no taste Yeah, to I'm it, not though. a big lobster guy. I See, now, I stayed away from that because I was like, I don't love this. Why force it? I'll right. just have more crab cake and a coconut-crusted shrimp because that's what I like better. If I go back to 1990, I, mean, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Back in 1992 or 93, I forget which year, me and my wife were already together. We were together for 30 years now, 29, whatever it is. If you go back to then, we were in Florida on vacation with my parents, and a friend of ours, of ours and his girlfriend we're at her grandparents' house, I think Boca Raton, I think. So me and my wife drive from Orlando to Boca to go out with my friend and his girlfriend, who she was also friendly with. 
And then we hung out by the beach. Everything was fun. And then her grandparents invited us back to the house for dinner. Oh, we make this big dinner, and we got all the, the everything's out. And we go to you guys, you're going to really love this. You guys like lobster, right? My wife's like, uh, no, I don't eat fish. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't eat fish. No, my wife at all. She doesn't eat it fish. It makes her sick. Wow. The way your wife was vomiting fish. on Christmas morning, yeah. the smell makes my wife vomit. So we don't eat fish. But I said, well, I've never had it, but I've always wanted to try it. I do like shrimp. We'll go for it. Mm. So they bring out the dishes and all the lobsters out, and then they give me the little thing of butter on the side for the for the lobster yeah. melted butter. Yeah. So I'm like, what is that? She goes, oh, it's butter. You got to dip the lobster in the melted butter. I'm like, isn't lobster really expensive? Yeah. And I don't know. And she's Shouldn't like, melted oh, butter. very expensive. I'm like, I'm going to eat it without the butter. <gasps> you have to have the Blast butter. I said, but if it's so expensive, like, can't it stand on its own? It's a fair point. It took one bite. Wasn't Nothing. for you. You would have thought that I robbed them blind, turned their house upside down, and left. Set it on they fire. They were so <laughs> insulted that I'm I sure wouldn't eat were. the lobster yeah. and that my wife wouldn't even try it. She sat there and ate salad. It's like right out of a Seinfeld episode or something. I guess it's just you don't no, like it. No, not you. Like just it. the you know them getting a. You must try the. They're lobster. They're very offended. You must eat the lobster. I think they've since, but since died. Oh well, that's a while ago now. I'm yeah, sorry it's to hear. Twenty eight years ago, and they were old right. then. Yeah. Sad, isn't it? A little bit. How was your holiday week? We were here uh, day after Christmas morning with Kim, you and I. Uh, it was fine. So we worked a lot, pretty it was much. Fine. Yeah, had some Rutgers I, yeah. games mixed in. Christmas Eve was fun um, at my parents' house, and then Christmas Day was fun. The problem with Christmas Day for us is we went to my wife's sister uh, sister and brother-in-law an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. And so, and my wife's a bad leaver sometimes. Okay. Because Doesn't we get out on time? No, no, only in this instance, not in general. You're talking to get there or when it's time to leave no, and come home? No, when it's time home. to leave to come home. Oh, right, and you've got, because, and you're, you're looking at your watch yes. knowing you got to be here at 4 a.m. And the reason why she's like that with her sister is they live an hour and a half away, and we don't see them often. So I actually, I understand, I get yeah. it. But I also know when the alarm's going off at 3 a.m. and I'm near Philadelphia and it's 9. Yeah. And we've been there since 1. It's, 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 like, it's let's misery. go. Yeah. And she had to get up at 3 o'clock, too, to go to work. Really? Yes. Wow. They have, you know, retail day after, thank God, Must Christmas be nice for, for your boys. Sleep in, house no, they're themselves. Good. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. So, but no, it was, it was actually a good time. It was mm. fine. But I'm. No vomiting in your house? No pink eye? Uh, knock on wood. Not yet. <laughs> no, everything has actually been fine. I think the goofiness thing, the goofiness of the holidays to me. And if this is rude, so be it. <laughs> I've said worse things. It's like you're this... blunt. That's good. What? You, you're blunt. You call it like it I'm is. Honest. Very honest. Yes. Very honest. It's. And I'm taking religion out of it for for the minute, for the moment. Okay. I, the religious aspect is a completely different subject. So get over yourself if you don't like what I'm about to say. Because mm-hmm. has nothing to do with going to church or God or any of that stuff. But it's largely become a hallmark holiday. It's become a mall holiday oh, big time. for the last. I would say the last 30 Mall, years, it's gotten Amazon, really, yeah. And the last 10 years, it's gotten almost to Out a disgusting, absurd level. Yes, I agree. To where we're in the store on you know, the 20th, 21st, and I just started shopping. And you're sitting there going over things to get people. You're like, we're all so damn spoiled. Yeah, what are we doing here? You're just buying gifts to buy gifts. Like, 100%. what is this? I have to give you something. Here's, here's a gift. Yes, right. I agree. Now, on my side of the family, actually, it was pretty cool because we wound up doing this... Um, I forgot what it was called. We did like a game where you had to pass gifts around and dice and, you know, a grab bag. Like a ver- grab a bag, Secret gra- Santa, something like that. It was cool, like though. Yeah. And the I got to win the fun. thing I bought, which was awesome. Yeah, see, that's those are fun. You set a price level. So that was One okay. gift, someone, yeah. Some that, were goofy. Yeah. Some were cool, like mine was A little good. fun, have some laughs. So I was all right, but it's just, I don't know, man. It's And it comes and goes, like, oh, Christmas Eve, what are we doing? And then, like, the women all get nuts 
if the plans aren't proper or yeah. we got to go there or we go control. here, then Christmas Day. And it's like, you get in the car Christmas night to go home. It's like, okay, that was a tornado of it's, 36 hours. Yeah, like, what's the point? Stress, For what? drama, pressure. Yeah, it is. It is, especially when there's young kids involved. God, the amount of gifts. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, that's, as you now know, too. I mean, mm. that's the fun part of it. Well, it's fun to see them opening it, but like keeping track of who gave what. People are asking, "What do they need? What can I get them?" Right. You know, and then Nothing. you're doing your own stuff. They right. don't need anything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you ever watched Little House on the Prairie? No. Have you ever seen it? No. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. Well, my wife likes that show <laughs> because it's something from her childhood, and so once in a while we'll pop it, we'll come across it, and also I watch it a little bit for the. I like the the images. Of them in the 17 or 1800s, whatever. I don't even know mm, when yeah. it is. Yes. And you sit there and look at life like that. And if you would have brought those people on the time machine to now, they might have a stroke. Oh, for sure. My wife and I all the time talk about how we'd like to go back in time and live in simpler times. I would like to go back in time to see it. I don't want to stay like there. Yeah. No, I don't want to go out Obviously and there, Yeah, there'd be downfalls, right? The plague, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, that too. Right. Common of, cold, depending dead. on where, Right, yeah. Depending on where you're landing in time. There was a show, Timeless, that we enjoyed where they get in a time machine and they travel back to historical points in time to try and save and or reverse the course of history. Very interesting show. How, is it still on? No, it was like a... Really good, huh? It was like a click show. It was, but it, it had like a click audience, you know, so the ratings weren't big enough. One of these streaming platforms, I forget, I think it was Hulu, picked it up. Did one more season and then that was it. And then so, that died. Well, they announced at the beginning this was going to be one, one more year. year and that's it. So, right. holiday week also featured a big Friday night dinner from some of the guys that I saw there. that. Yep. I'm actually interested in how the invite goes. Like, how do you Very decide simple. who's invited? To Very that? simple. Okay, and you'll mock this, but it is what it is. We have what's called the group chat. Okay, oh, so there's a group text that has been going. I kid you not. Did you not? Since Mike Carver's bachelor party, Mike Carver, who used to produce at the Fan Networks, he produces the Pharrell Show on CBS Sports Radio. His bachelor party in Vegas was, I don't remember what month. You've never deleted summer this text of, Summer of 2014. You've never deleted this. I mean, have I deleted it from my phone? Yes, knowing okay. that one of them would text and it would just pick up where it left off. Well, it's fine. I mean, I got text chains from three, four years ago, too, but right. I delete but them this every is day. a group of guys, and we've lost a few along the way for various reasons, so we're down to five of us. Huh? The plague. The plague, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The plague, which in this case is any non-iPhone. Right. Because if you have one guy who doesn't have the Love iPhone, it. That's it me. ruins everything. I hate yeah, you'd iPhone. never last. So, yeah, we're down to five guys. You like doing what everybody else does. Yeah. We're down to five guys, and we very rarely, because of everyone's crazy hours and schedules, get to, you know, hang out. I do notice you get to do a lot of things. I get to do a lot of yeah. things? Oh, boy. You go out. You go to bachelor parties. You nah, go on vacation, you not, leave vacation to go to a bachelor party. You told that story the other night. Yes, that was a one-time deal. Well, whatever. You still do it. Yes, I, I was in Disney World with my wife and my in-laws. And you left them to go see boobs. And, well, yeah, I guess kind no, of. Not, yeah. Well, you guess. Were you we, in a strip club? Right. So I rented a car, and I hopped on the highway and drove down to Miami. How's that for, conversation when you get back to the hotel? Actually, it, it, it went better than you would have expected. Did she ask if there were pasties or none? I don't know if she said it quite that way, but I mean, she's smart enough to know what goes right. on. Right. That's why I'm curious what the conversation You know what? Like. We actually, I'm trying to remember now. We didn't in Miami. We didn't go to any strip clubs. We went to some various clubs and bars and whatnot, but we didn't actually set foot in a strip club. I don't know that I believe you. I, I, why would I lie about that? I just told you my wife was okay with all of it. Why would I lie about that? I don't know. You're, you're going to a bachelor party in Miami and you don't I'm go not to a saying club? that they're wearing, you know, things oh, going so on, but no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one, didn't I? Jeez.
It's interesting you have that opinion that I do with Cedano because I have that opinion about JJ. Right? Yeah, well, he's, JJ's not married. He's, he's got no 31, kids. Thirty-one. He, he I living mean, the life. So I shouldn't. I I shouldn't. Probably shouldn't be telling this because it's. I mean, but it's the podcast. We'll be all right. You know. We had one of those those oh, dinners. Right. <laughs> oh, is there a story tell there? A story, but jeez. Oh, Go ahead, you tell yours first. No, I'm good. What else? So he's involved in this dinner Friday right. night. He was the one that made the reservation. We're going to Peter Luger Steakhouse in Brooklyn. I've never been. Big deal. Friday night. You got to know the guy. How there. much you spend? Uh, we spent like 150 a head. That's not bad. It wasn't bad. We did uh, two porterhouses, one for three, one for two. Polished off the steak. We had a little shrimp, a little cream spinach, some German potatoes. Two hours? Uh, yeah, give or take. Anybody yeah. drunk? No. Couple beers. The food is too much food. You can't. Right. You can't. It's just impossible. So, so Friday we're all here, right? I worked with you and Kim. I stayed. I didn't go home. So oh. I'm like, what am I going to do? Drive home and then drive to Brooklyn on a Friday night. Ooh. So I stayed. Tommy Lugauer, who works here at the Fan, was involved. He's in the newsroom. JJ did the midday that day with uh, who was he with? Might Doesn't by himself, right? Ten to two. He's here, and he's telling us his girlfriend, who he still hasn't put a ring on her finger. That's a whole other story. His girlfriend's brother's sister, I think it was. So he's he's not even engaged to this girl yet. But essentially, his girlfriend's first niece or nephew is about to be born, right? And he's getting the pressure. Oh, she's at the hospital. If this baby's born, you know, you got to come. You got to come. So we're in danger. Go tomorrow. Loot, right. Well, this was a big, big scene, big drama. We thought that the whole thing was going to fall apart because he had the reservation. He wasn't going to be able to come, blah, 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 blah. And I said to all the guys, I'm like, listen, it's JJ. It always works out for him. He always gets things the way he wants. And sure enough, the baby was born. He got the okay. All right, you can come later. He came to dinner, two hours, ate his food, said goodbye, made it to the hospital. All's well that ends well. And on top of that. Oh, not a great story. Didn't even. It is if you know JJ. <laughs> just kidding. Because he it always. He's one of those guys that's just not the, coin, everything. the coin. Always, not everything, dude. Mm. Not everything. I don't know about that. I'm not going to get into it, but not everything. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. You'll tell me off the air, maybe. I will. Okay. We got to go. That was it? Oh, That's it, it dude. Okay. That's 17, 18 minutes. Goes fast when we're just shooting the breeze. Perhaps one tomorrow. I'm not sure. Depends on how <laughs> tired like, I am. I got Rutgers tonight. <laughs> or if we have any topics. Well, I mean, we could actually do some research. Right. That would um, be a good place to start. You have to do the see a thing at the end because I don't do that. The owl? Yeah. Oh, you don't know. It's, you not, don't, you're, it's like you're above it or you don't know how to do it. Not interested. You're not interested. Okay. I'm good. Al's uh, critiqued so, mine in the past, but what? I can. Al usually critiques mine, but I can do it. Yeah, no, you can. Connor and Flegelman, thanks for We forgot to thank you on the show today. My apologies. Boomer kind of. His mistake. Whatever. He apologizes. No, I just, I should have. I didn't. So I'll give you credit now. Appreciate it. Uh, we got to goes. The warm up is not coming up next because we didn't do one. We're lazy. <laughs> uh, so enjoy this. We'll see you tomorrow morning on the fan. Say what you say. Sir! Oh, God. <laughs>